Final word, Cricket Podcast. Daily preview for Leeds. Adam Collins, Brett Sunderation with me. Jeff's at the Women's Ashes. He'll be doing a daily on that oh, yes, later tonight. Yeah. So it'll be two in the feed before we get cracking here tomorrow. We've got the players training behind us here, Baz. Uh, we've been at all the pre-game stuff today, oh, press man. conferences and spirit of cricket. Ooh. And we've pretty much said all we can possibly say uh, on the Bearstow stumping before it'll become completely obnoxious. But um, was there anything from the captains today when they were inevitably probed about it? Some of the shortest answers I've ever seen in a press conference came from Pat Cummins. Yes, no, I'll think about it. I'll tell you later. Maybe you ask me later. And there was one series. There was, I think, a three, four minute period during Pat Cummins' press conference where the English journalists in particular were sat on one side and the mic was passed from one row to the other. And every question was about that. Oh, Pat, if you had your chance again, would you reconsider it? No. The next question. <laughs> um, do you think it falls under the spirit of cricket? Well, I don't know. And then the ne- it, it was bizarre. And like, That's know, a great way to shut a story down. I mean, it, from his perspective, is. knowing that if he, um, you know, all he can do in that situation is add to the media cycle. Yeah. And by taking some oxygen out of it, I'm sure there'll still be yarns written um, sure. yeah, yeah, about yeah. 2018 and sandpaper. And, you know, I guess that's the news desks and, and others who are, who are pushing those sort of stories out there at this late juncture. But I think most of it's gone. However, where we're standing here in the Western Terrace, it'll be fiery tomorrow. There's extra oh, security that's been ordered, according to Pete Lawler in the paper yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we, the, the sense is that they're, they're aware of that, but I don't know, my, my impression is that um, sitting up here for much of the 2019 Test match with my camera, um, the people in the Western Terrace, they'll, they'll be fiery, but they, they know cricket here. Yorkshire is a, mm, a cricket hub, cricket big time, country, cricket yeah. proud area, and mm. um, I think once we get into the meat and drink of, of the cricket itself that a lot of it will subside. That is to say, if we were at Edgbaston this week, I think it'd be a, a more yeah. hostile environment. Maybe I'm misreading that, but I feel like this is where it's more likely to be loud and crazy and wild and all the rest of it but the cricket will be the primary attention unless of course there is a stumping <laughs> in the first session <laughs> I, hope, I hope Kerry does try or even indeed Besto tries to throw the stumps right. down oh early on. look there will be a few shies I'm sure it's Stuart Broad involved in this test match I'm yeah. sure he will play it up uh, but I think the what has not surprised me but because it's gone so so feral, uh, what we saw from the MCC members. There's and your citizenship right there. It's gone feral. It's gone feral, it's gone feral oh, mate. Hey, mate. Yeah, mate. You know, I've started using a lot of Aussie expressions <laughs> these days. Uh, but uh, mostly, like, inadvertently, like, it comes from nowhere. Subconsciously, yeah. I started looking and, uh, hey, and I was sledged as well, don't forget, by a British cop. I don't know whether I told you this no, story. tell it now. Oh, so I rent, I've rented a car because I couldn't afford to stay in Leeds. I'm staying somewhere in Bradford. So I rented a car. I thought it was automatic, it turned out to be manual. And I'd driven a manual car 15 years of my life, but I thought it would be fine, muscle memory and all that. But I start driving and I go, so, and then... A few kangaroo hops. Yeah, and peak hour traffic is around 4.30 p.m. So there's a lot of traffic and I, I keep going, but somehow move. And then I have to get onto the motorway. And as I'm trying to get on the motorway, the car stops and there are all these trucks coming from everywhere. And there was a cop car. So I was like, what do I do now? I was in a very Johnny Beso-like position. I was out of screes. What happened? I had the same expression so what I did was I luckily managed to just pull to the curb to the side of the road and the cop car cop car obviously stopped in front of me lights flashing all of that uh, but as soon as he got out I had a big smile I was just waving at him so he came up to me and he said man are you all right I said yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what's happening? I said, nah, manual car, man. He's like, are you sure you know what you're doing? I said, yes, man, I know. Like, yeah, all right, cool. Can I just check your driving license? Like, oh, Australian, cheating at the cricket, cheating here. <laughs> Same old Aussies, always cheating. I'm like, mate, can you not sledge me now? I'm under extreme duress. I have to I'm get vulnerable. back on that. I know, I need to get back onto that motorway. I have no idea what I'm doing. No, it's, but that's, it's gone it's spread around. Prime ministers are having a say. And... At some point, I thought maybe one of the English cricketers would have said, uh, I think Joe Root handled it the best, but neither Stokes or Brendan McCullough have come and said, you know, let's move on. Like, you know, let's move on with the cricket. Instead, they've just come and said, I support England and, uh, you know, be noisy. And they've, n- they've not allowed it to even simmer, forget, like, you know, b- boil down because it's been, uh, they've been adding, I wouldn't say fuel to the fire, but they've constantly spoken about how, you know, Ben's to uh, Brendan McCullum saying, oh, Australia will regret, live to regret this and all that. We're not going to have a beer with them. I know. I mean, it's a bit, <laughs> oh, what a stumping. Let's move on. And the maybe. other bit here was Cummins was asked um, about whether he, you know, whether he would withdraw it and you know, whether he'd be shushing. Yeah, and he's like, I, know. Oh, I don't care. I'm not even, That's I don't, not I don't why care. I play cricket. Like, I don't yeah. play cricket because, you know, whether I'm getting booed at or shushed <laughs> exactly, at or, you know, yeah. it's, it's neither here nor there. Anyway, we should be talking about the cricket as yes. well. Um, the 22 yards in the middle behind us here. Mm. It looks green, but let's not get too deeply invested in that. The fact that England reconfigured their side to play an extra bowler, mm. if they thought it was a, a, an old-fashioned green top I doubt they'd be playing an extra bowler so they've they've lengthened their well in a way they've lengthened their tail I don't quite see it that way with Mo and Ali no. now at seven rather than eight and, and Chris Wokes at eight that feels like not a bad balance in terms of their group and then they bring Mark Wood in for extra air speed um, and if the pitch does go dead here and it did last year remember Jack Leach took 10 wickets on a surface that became increasingly dead after a couple of days a lot of runs scored here in the first innings um, that he came into his own the spinner it might be that Wood in the short pitch strategy could be a big factor I, I'm slightly I'm um, sad that Josh Tung doesn't get another chance, though. I thought they'd go back-to-back with him. Yeah. Um, Tung in concert with Wood bowling quickly could have been really exciting. I think it would have come down to Tung versus Robinson, right? And Robinson, look, he's still taken wickets in this series. He's been looked flat at times, but then there have been some spells where he's made things happen. And I think also what would have gone into their thinking is the, now they're talking about the teams being at war, right? You need, like... Uh, you need a pantomime villain in Ollie Robinson. You already have Stuart Broad. Yeah. I think that might have gone into the discussion as because it's very unfair on Josh Tung. He was so good. He troubled the openers. Uh, David Warner he set him up beautifully in both innings and got him out. Uh, he got Usman Khawaja out. He had Steve Smith in trouble for briefly before Steve Smith went on and made that 100. So uh, it is a little unfair, but I think they think they need a spinner here. And I was yeah. watching Moin Ali in the Nets today. There was this big focus on Moin Ali, Brendan McCullum, Marcus Trescott, Jeetan Patel, all constantly checking in with each other on whether Moin Ali is looking good. Look, the last test match he played at as best in what, he did it on the back of two training sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's had a better hit with the red ball. I didn't see him bowl much uh, because I don't think he would want to bowl too much and trouble that finger too much. So we will see him bowl, uh, I don't know how many overs, it depends on what Ben Stokes wants from him. Uh, but again, we've seen in Headingley in the past as well. Uh, it, I mean, in England, they say always look up, but especially at this venue where uh, the pitch... It can be quick or quicker than some of the other pitches mm-hmm. like we expect this one to be. But it also means a lot of runs get scored. They have odd-shaped boundaries here as well. Yeah. Uh, pretty short, straight boundaries. Uh, that was a boundary where Ben Stokes hit the famous boundary, famous four, didn't he? Like, yeah, I can still pitch a Nathan line going down right yeah. there. And, he, and the cut shot came to the boundary we're recording from here as well. Yeah, that's right. And Cuts uh, away for four. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And the Ashes are alive because <laughs> of one man, Benjamin Stokes. It was, it, was the reverse sweep here as well. I'm oh, the reverse sweep sure. this way too. The reverse sweep here. 
here as well. Like, uh, so uh, it, it isn't. It's going to be interesting. But and already the 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 announcement that Mark Wood is back had an impact on how the Aussies were going about their training because the last two tests they started training for Wood as soon as the team was announced. They're like, oh, we don't need to face a lot of short pitch <laughs> bowling, not like the, the quick stuff anyway. Uh, and he will have a say. He was so impressive in that Ashes, like you said earlier. Now with the Australians. I'm going to stick my neck out here. Well, let's just come. Let's just go through this. So the right. Aussies, we, the Aussies, we know the main decision on paper at least is Boland Hazelwood. We yeah. know that the top five set and forget. We know Alex Carey's playing. Mm. Um, by the way, a nice little contribution to the discourse from Travis Head on a podcast yesterday, mm. saying that um, Bearstow was talking about throwing the stumps down when he was loitering out of his crease on day one of the test last week. I digress. Um, <laughs> the number six spot, though, um, you've been you've been reading tea leaves. I have. Uh, first time ever, and since Cam Green came into the test side, he has hasn't come to the ground on the eve of a test match I, and obviously he hasn't batted. He's one of those, he likes to bat like Manas Labuschain and Steve Smith didn't bat here. This is 100 tests of course tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But Steve Smith didn't bat today but he had a long net yesterday. But Cam Green likes to do that. He wasn't here. He didn't bowl yesterday. Now, nobody bowled but he did bat for quite a while yesterday. But Mitchell Marsh was, you know, was in focus. Like, you know, there was mm. a lot of chat being had with him one-on-one. -on -one. Michael Divinetto um, had a private session with him uh, where, yeah, I mean, you could just look at it and say, oh, it's just reserve player, they're just keeping him ready. But it looked like it was more than that. Um, there were handshakes between Michael Divinetto and Mitchell Marsh before and after the training session. Mm -hmm. And the documentary makers, you know, there's a documentary being made we're focusing a lot on Mitchell Marsh as well. Really? And then he was taking... That's a really strong sign. It is, isn't yeah. it? Is it? And then he, I also saw him take catches in a... Not a gully, but like a third, fourth slip position. Not just for the right-hander, but for the left-hander. So it wasn't just right. your routine catching session. But maybe I'm reading a lot into it. Maybe I'm not. We'll, well when he tomorrow. marked his run-up out at Edgbaston, we all thought yes. it was game on. <laughs> and that was just some stunt or something like it that. Was, they took yeah. an enormous amount of joy in sort of... Because, of course, the media is the enemy, of course. Saying, oh, look at you, you <laughs> fell for um, But uh, no, if it is March tomorrow, that will be interesting. His most recent test match uh, was against England at the Oval. Yeah. Um, in similar conditions to this, it wasn't a warm week, or at least the first couple of days. It was yeah. quite chilly at the Oval, and it's not going to be warm here either. Um, there are forecast showers pretty much throughout one day that's quite heavy. Let's hope that most of them happen at night. But I don't think it's going to be a belter of a week or, or anything quite like that. What are we missing? Steve Smith's 100th test. You touched on it before. Mm. Um, this is the test match that he missed in the in the series in yeah. 2019 with concussion but did uh, play a test here all the way back in 2010 as a little boy with with those chubby cheeks i know chubby cheeks or leggy he was back then but at a number eight made he, 77. He, leg spin, did he, Smith? he did well, really? did he? i mean really? a bit, bit of leg spin started his career as a leg spinner he's also blonde you know wow i mean, he, tips yeah okay at, but oh no, Steve Smith. Don't you think he was? Told jokes, didn't he? He was more blonde when he came into the picture <laughs> than he is now. I don't know. His hair doesn't look as blonde anymore. I don't know. It was in fashion. Maybe, maybe he wasn't a natural blonde. We'll yeah. know. We'll, yeah. We might never know. <laughs> uh, so 100 Test matches, averaging 60. It's a pretty big old sample size. And what a record against England last week, Incredible. hitting his 12th Ashes century. His I think seventh in England um, to perform. Like a lot of players have had. Bumper 100 tests, famously Ricky Ponting, twin centuries, for example. Um, Smith would just relish that chance to move to test ton 33. He's always up for it. David Warner, double 100, didn't he? I mean, just earlier this year, or, yeah, or late last right, year. So yeah. he was the last one to play 100 tests. Nathan Lyons, 100 tests didn't go no. uh, his way, but it went my way because I wrote a book about it. Uh, sorry, Nathan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, um, he, he looks hungry. Uh, he looked hungry. I called the 100, didn't I? I told you, Adam, before the loss, he he's going to make 100. He had the look in his eye. Um, and just You called the green 100 for six tests in a row as well. That is true, but it didn't happen, <laughs> did it? Like, But eventually, got he did. There in the end, <laughs> got there. He got closer and closer and closer. But yeah, uh, 
but with Steve Smith, yeah, I mean, he spoke to us uh, after the Lord's test, and I, I asked him about whether he started thinking about his legacy already. You know, when you hit like milestones, like a hundred tests, you start thinking about what, how will I be remembered? But I don't think he's in that space yet. Uh, Andrew Ramsey asked him if he's gonna eat an extra bar of chocolate because that's what he does when he makes a hundred, doesn't he? Uh, so now that he's got to hundred tests and he about it and did the Steve Smith shuffle and said maybe I will yeah but I am a little worried about another Australian batter you spoke about Travis Head the mush is gone mm. the mush is gone we were on the same train really? we were on the same train from um, London to Leeds which also uh, tells you if you're wondering why was he on a train because the Australian players have been given the license you can travel however you want which also tells you while if you are watching this in Australia, you think the whole of England is out to get the Australians. It's it's not that bad. I mean, it's not that Travis Head. I mean, Travis Head and uh, can travel with his wife and his little uh, daughter in a train and without anyone bothering him because nobody bothered him. But as we got off the train, like he he saw me and he started like talking to me. All I noticed was no mustache. And then he introduced me to his wife. I said, "Yes, this." And he was like, "Bart's the one. Bart's like really on about my mustache all the time." And I said, "Yeah, because he averages like." I think 192 or something with, with the mustache as compared to without the mustache. How quickly can it grow up back? Uh, he said two days. I asked him. Okay. I said the stubble's coming back. So shoot. So what uh, Pat Cummins needs to do is win the toss and field so that Travis Head is not batting tomorrow. Right? He needs no, to sir. make sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure England will win the toss and field because... Uh, that's well, how it works. That's out, how it works. Yeah. And I think that was an aberration at Edgbaston a couple of weeks ago. Have we ticked every box here? I think mm, we probably have. We Anything have. else happening? Mm. Nisa, Nisa might play. Nisa won't play. Nisa won't play. Nisa won't play. Not spirit here. of cricket? Do we talk about spirit of cricket? What no. do you think? Where, where, okay, uh, for Westfield <laughs> London and Westfield Stratford City. You know Jeff was there last night doing shuffleboarding. Oh, really? I don't even know what shuffleboarding is really, but wow. Jeff was there. Sounds like something the, Jeff Lemon would do. One of the many <laughs> things you can do at London uh, and Stratford City, Westfield. I keep getting it the wrong way around at the moment. Something about, anyway, when things get in your head, um, we'll be talking talking about them throughout the course of the week. Jeff will be joining me tomorrow for the Daily. Thank you, Baz, for jumping in for the preview. Um, it promises to be a week that everybody is watching Australia, the chance uh, to win the Ashes in England in straight sets. I'd watch. See ya. Sorry if I ran into empty